Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. Kevin Brown of Christ for Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. Jesus is Lord over the kingdom that we reside in, and we should abide and operate in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We always try to bring you a perspective, more insight about your part and your place in God's, in God's kingdom. Amen. We want to start tonight in Psalms chapter 24, verse 1. Psalms 24, verse 1. It says, The earth is the Lord's, and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. Earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. Amen. The world and those who dwell in the world. So we want to make this connection between God and his earth, amen. God and this this world. God is the creator of all things, hallelujah. And so everything that God made, he's supposed to have access and ownership, you know. We know that's not the case. We know that there are those who have rebelled against the Lord, hallelujah. Everything that God made, he's supposed to have ownership of. Amen. Everything that God made is supposed to acknowledge that God is the creator of the thing that is made. Amen. Everything that is made is supposed to give glory back to God in acknowledgement. Amen. That God made it. The Bible says, how can the thing formed say to the one who formed it, why did thou make me thus? Amen. And so we have no right to reply against God. It is up to us to line up with the will of God. It is up to us to line up with the purposes of God. Amen. And so God has to have access to that which he has made. Amen. And then we want to look in that same chapter. We want to look at verses 7 through 10. Verses 7 through 10. Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates, lift up your everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Amen. And so you have to let the king of glory come in. Jesus is the king of glory. Amen. By lifting up your heads to heaven, lifting up your heads to what God is doing, what God has prescribed, God's desire from heaven. And so you have to allow Jesus to be Lord in his earth realm. So that's what we're talking about, the kingdom of God, allowing Jesus to be Lord. Amen. He is the king 
of glory. Amen. And so when God made everything, it was clothed in glory. When man seeing the glory departed, the earth began to groan, waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God, the, the sons of glory. Amen. The Bible says that Jesus is the captain of our salvation. He brings many sons to glory. Amen. And so what I'm trying to say is that the earth is the Lord's. Amen. Yet he gave it to man or he leased it to man. All those parables about the Lord leasing out his vineyards to stewards. Amen. And then coming back to receive the fruit of his vineyard. That's what he's talking about. It is talking about that the Lord has ownership through creation and yet that he looks for faithfulness. So he leases it out, amen, and to see who will be faithful to give the Lord his fruit in his, in his season. In Psalms 115, book of Psalms 115, verse 16, it says, the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. Amen. So the heaven, the starry heavens, they are the Lord's. Amen. And he gave the earth to the children of men. Amen. So for God to have access, the children of men have to give God access. Amen. Nothing happens in this earth realm unless somebody prays, unless somebody speaks, unless somebody decrees, unless somebody prophesies, amen, unless somebody preaches, amen, nothing happens in this earth realm. There must be an invitation for the Lord to come in. That's what it means to give God his glory. In other words, you have to make a place for the Lord, amen, and for his glory, amen. Heaven is filled with the glory of the Lord. And so now we desire the Lord to come with his glory to change circumstances in this earth realm. The king of glory shall come in. Amen. He is the Lord strong in battle. The Lord who is mighty. Amen. So the Lord is able to change situations if we allow him to come in. And so we give him his glory back. We give the Lord his glory back through our faith, through our believing. And I'm going to teach you even there are more ways, amen, to allow the Lord to have access to people and access to this earth realm. Amen. Have you ever, as a child of God, been in a situation where you just felt like crying? Amen. You didn't know why. You just, you just felt like weeping. Amen. Well, many times it is because the Holy Spirit is grieved. The Holy Spirit wants access to a certain circumstance or situation. Somebody has hurt the Lord. Somebody's broken the Lord's heart. Amen. Somebody has strayed away. Amen. Somebody has been struck by the enemy. Amen. And so within yourself, you don't know why, but you just, you just feel like crying. Amen. The Lord is using you. If, if you can discern the Lord's heart, Amen. The Lord is using you to have access to this earth 
so that he can have access to people, so that he can change circumstances and situations. Amen. So the Lord wants access to his creation because he loves. Amen. For this cause. Amen. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. So the earth is supposed to serve the Lord. The, the, the earth is temporary. The Bible says that it will burn up, amen, and all its elements, it will burn up with fervent heat, that God will fold up everything like a garment, amen, like a, like a, a curtain, amen, that God is going to fold everything up. That means in this earth we are subject to time. And so we have a limited amount of time to get things done, the, the will of God, the purposes of God, to get them done. And yet, if you are caught up in the cares of this life, you will not be sensitive to the heart of God. Amen. And so you will not make yourselves available, amen, through all the avenues, amen, that God has given to touch base with God and to be one, to be one with the Lord's heart. Amen. And so the earth, amen, is supposed to serve the purposes of God. It is temporary, amen. Man's purpose in this earth is to pay the price for true treasure or true riches, amen. So your purpose in this earth, amen, is to awaken, not to be caught up in the cares of this life, not to be caught up in a, in a slumber, or sleep, amen, but the Bible says to be awakened unto righteousness, amen, for your eyes to be wide open, for your heart to be converted, amen, unto the ways of God, unto the ways of the kingdom, amen, and so down here in this earth, there comes a time and a place where you discover what is true treasure, amen, what do I mean by that, because there are there's two competing for your hearts in this earth realm vying to be the definition of treasure amen we know that jesus is the treasure jesus is the treasure of heaven but mammon says that money is the treasure gold the silver amen is the thing worth fighting for and worth dying for amen that people have killed for the smallest amounts of money. Amen. And so there's a message in this earth realm when there is money, people esteem the people who have money or come into money. Amen. Who, who operate in, in money. And yet Jesus is the treasure where you're supposed to be offended by mammon. Amen. It is called unrighteous mammon. You're supposed to be offended by that system. Amen. That says that money is the principal thing. You're supposed to be offended by that. And if your mind is not renewed by that message and that, that spirit and that flowing that says money is the principal thing, not Jesus, not his wisdom. Amen. So, in this earth realm, you're supposed to get to the place where you discover something. 
Amen. That you were going along in the cares of this life. Amen. Esteeming that money was the principal thing. Amen. And money was, was worth living for and dying for and fighting for. Amen. And so there's supposed to be an exchange in your heart where you find out that Jesus is worth living for. He is worth dying for. Amen. It is, it is worth paying the price. The Bible says counting the cost. Jesus says that if you don't love me above everything, you're not counting the cost. Amen. And so in this earth realm, you have to discover that Jesus is the treasure and that he is that which represents true treasure and true riches. Amen. So it is an exchange of heart. We give the Lord our heart. He gives us his, his heart. Amen. And so the things that are in God's heart is also the treasure, God's will, God's desire that if you are cared about by the cares of this life, you would not care what is in God's heart. You would not care what is important to the Lord, what he's trying to accomplish in this earth realm, such as the, the saving of souls. Amen. In other words, the, the souls to the Lord is treasure. Amen. It is, it is his treasure. It is what he died for. Amen. And so your heart has to be in tune with the Lord's heart. Amen. So Jesus must be your treasure. Amen. The will of God must be your treasure. Amen. It, it must be true riches and true treasure. Amen. Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. Beginning with verse 44, Jesus says again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid and for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys the field. Amen. So that's what I'm talking about. He sells all that he has to buy the field because the field has the treasure. Amen. Who's the treasure? Jesus is the treasure. Amen. What's in his heart? His heart is to save. Amen. To save mankind. Amen. No other name under heaven whereby men might be saved. Amen. That Jesus, it is, it is his heart to save all those who will receive him, his will, his desire, and the Father's will, the Father's desire. It is the thing that is most precious to them. So treasures that which is most precious. And so your heart has to be the same heart. Amen. Your heart must be joined with the Lord. Amen. You have to be like David, a man after God's own heart. That what is treasure to the Lord in his heart is now treasure to you. Amen. So the Lord is the power. Amen. The Lord is the truth. The Lord is the power. He must have access, amen, because you could not save a fly, amen. So the Lord must have access to this earth, and he must have access to people, 
That means that you have to find treasure. You have to discover treasure and stop looking for other treasure. Amen. You have to find out that Jesus is treasure and sell all that you have. Amen. And then bury it in this earth. That is the, 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 the uh, concern, the Lord's hands, the Lord having a part in this earth. Amen. The treasure that's in heaven is now in this earth. Amen. So the Lordship of Jesus. Amen. Jesus is already Lord in heaven, and but he conquers hearts in this earth. Amen. To be Lord in this earth, you must let the king of glory come in. And so the glory is deposited back wherever Jesus is. Amen. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, we shall appear with him in the glory. Amen. So we got to get the glory back into this earth. As I live, the whole earth shall be filled with the glory of God. It comes by giving God the glory. And you give the Lord the glory by esteeming him and esteeming heaven and the will of heaven above the cares of this life, above mammon. You make a place for the Lord. You make a place. He fills it with his glory. He's able to inhabit that place. I mean, that's why we, we attend. Amen. We go to church. We don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together. The, the gathering, amen, is a gathering place for the glory. It's like a glory pool where the Lord can do his will when we are joined with him and allowing him to do his will. There are several churches where they do not allow the Lord to do his will. What is God's will? God wants to save. He wants to heal. He wants to deliver. He wants to do miracles. Amen. He wants to do demonstrations of the Holy Spirit, which display the wisdom of God, which is foolishness to man. So man says, I don't want to have any part of it. Even Christian folk say they don't want to have any part of the demonstration of what they call foolishness. Amen. They say, I don't want that foolishness, and they have the audacity to say, my church. I don't want that foolishness in my church. Amen. And it is, it is the Lord's church. Amen. So we have to let the king of glory come in. Amen. Because God only leased the earth to man to see who will give him fruits of righteousness. Amen. The Lord has legal rights to this earth, especially since Jesus bled and died. Amen. He is the rightful heir where Adam missed it. Jesus did not miss it. Jesus has full rights, authority to this earth. And he gave it to man, but man can't save a fly. Okay. So we need the Lord. Amen. To manifest in his glory to save somebody, to heal somebody, to deliver somebody, to touch somebody's minds. Amen. And so, unfortunately, amen, when you don't see righteousness um, take over a matter, it is because somewhere, somebody somewhere has not given the Lord place Somebody somewhere has not given the Lord's glory. Somebody somewhere has not yielded, amen, 
to God's desire, God's burning desire to be a blessing to, to mankind. Verse 45 and 46 in that same chapter. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who when he found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Amen. And so the, the value, what do we have? We have our heart. We, we buy and sell in this earth realm. Jesus is occupied till I come. Amen. And so there is only one pearl of great price. Again, speaking of Jesus. So we sell all that we have to buy the pearl. That means we lay down everything that people call of worth. We give it to the Lord or we give it unto the Lord's authority. Amen. Everything that we are, everything that we have, amen, is under the Lord. It's under the blood of Jesus. Amen. And so that's how we buy the pearl of great price. We give the Lord our heart. We don't esteem anything on this earth greater than the Lord. So whatever he asks of us concerning living a life for him, we are willing to pay the price. If we were not willing to pay the price, then we would be ashamed. You got that? Ashamed means without glory, uncovered. Amen. And so we must be willing to pay the price to live for the Lord. So the Lord is the treasure. The Lord is the pearl of great price. Amen. And so God wants access, amen, to this earth. He gives you the treasure. So it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's that simple. You, you find out that you were searching. You, when you was in the world, you were searching. Amen. And when you got born again, it is the realization, Jesus was who I was searching for. That's, that's what I'm talking about. And the life that he has for me is that which fulfills. That's how you pay the price. You pay the price with your heart. If that situation comes up, amen, the Lord says that I want you to quit that job. I got something else for you, but I'm not going to tell you till you quit that job. Amen. And if you would be unwilling to do what the Lord said, you would be ashamed. You would be without glory. So you would not provide a place for the Lord to do his exploits as the king of glory. Amen. So he's the treasure. What is he looking for? He is looking for the precious fruit of the earth. He's looking for souls. He's looking for his will to be done in this earth. Amen. He's looking for his work to be done in this earth. Amen. So once you discover that is when you become rich. Amen. If you will not be deceived by mammon or vanity. Amen. So if you discover the pearl of great price, that Jesus is above all. Amen. That Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. There's realms of the Lord. There's realms of experiencing God. There's realms of experiencing his glory. There's realms of experiencing his joy. Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. You have to start. You have to enter in. Amen. And that has to draw you more in and more in 
more in, amen. In other words, once you, you taste and see, you, you don't go back, amen. You pursue the Lord more and more, amen. So the Lord gets a hold of your heart. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that if you are under the spirit of the world, in other words, you're just living the cares of this life, and your greatest thing is taking care of your pleasures. Your greatest thing is taking care of your pleasures. That's one of the problems I always hear with the prosperity message. Sometimes they focus on your pleasure. And if you are consumed with only your pleasure, though God gives you all those, those things, your heart will not be joined unto the Lord. You will not be sensitive to the Lord if you are just consumed, amen, with, with your own pleasures, amen. So God brings access, the access of heaven to this earth realm by those who have his heart, amen. And so that there is a, there is a connection with heaven. So God wants access to earth, but he gives you access to heaven. Amen. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Amen. And so you need what heaven has because heaven represents the true light and heaven represents righteousness. The ways of God, the way that God moves and operates, the way that God is worshipped. Amen. So you see that in, in heaven. So God gives you access to heaven if you will give him access access to this earth amen matthew chapter 6 amen matthew chapter 6 beginning with verse 9 amen so one of the ways amen that we touch base with god is through prayer amen Okay, <laughs> you have to have access to heaven. And so prayer is one of the ways you have access to God and have access to heaven. Okay, because we are in covenant. We that are born again are in covenant with the Lord. Amen. You need what God has. You need what Jesus has. Okay? So you need access to God. You need access to his power. Amen. And God needs access to this earth. Amen. And the one who came from heaven is the Holy Spirit. He represents or demonstrates the power of God in this earth. But it is not to those who are in rebellion against God. It is not to those who, who are under a spirit of rebellion. There, there must be a oneness with God according to the Holy Spirit to get things done, to get things done in this earth. Amen. So they had asked Jesus how to pray. He says in verse 9, in this manner, therefore pray, our Father in heaven hallowed be thy name so jesus says you have to you have to realize that god is in heaven amen so we're trying to get the answers <laughs> amen 
But we pray to God in heaven. Jesus, you know, later he says, you know, you, you pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. So we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. We acknowledge that he's in heaven. That's, that's very important. Isaiah 57. We're going to come back to Matthew chapter 6. But right now turn to Isaiah chapter 57. Isaiah 57 and verse 15. Now, the earth is corrupted. <laughs> Amen. So if you're just loving this earth with no knowledge of the Lord, then you don't have perception of how holy God is. So Jesus said, when you pray, pray to the Father, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed, that means holy is your name. Isaiah 57, verse 15. For thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity. So I said that the earth, amen, is going to burn up eventually. Amen. So the earth is not eternal. It was set here for a, a period of time to do the will of God, for the will of God to be done. So for thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity. So God inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Okay, so God says that those who are humble before him, that he is high and lifted up that he wants to answer your prayers, but your heart has to be right. You cannot be lifted up in pride. God resists the proud, but gives grace unto the humble. So you have to acknowledge that God is high and lifted up. His name is holy. He is the high and lofty one. That's, so that's what Jesus is saying. When you pray, verse 9, pray in this manner, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed, will be thy name. Let's go back to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So what's, what is God's Plan. What is God's will? Is for his kingdom to come on earth to operate just like it is in heaven. Amen. Where the Lord sits upon his throne, he's, he's worshipped. The Bible says heaven is God's throne and the earth is his footstool. So the earth is supposed to bow to the Lord, to be under the Lord's feet. And so we, the inhabitants of the earth, the believers, amen, the Bible says Jesus is waiting till his enemies be made his footstool. And so we have to be in tune with the Lord. We have to rule over the devil. We have to rule over the devil's works. But we cannot do it if we are partakers of the devil's spirit. The spirit of the world. Amen. That's the devil's spirit. So the devil does not come in a red suit with horns. The, the, the devil comes in the form of a spirit.
spirit to produce desires which keep you from tuning into the heart of God to do the will of God. And so you could be a quote-unquote good person, but you're not tuned in because of the cares of this life, the cares of the world, the spirit of the world. So you're not subject to the Holy Spirit being your Lord in this earth realm. That's what I'm talking about. Your, your heart groaning, your heart crying, amen. Your heart sensing that God wants something. The Bible says, we don't know how to pray as we all, but the Holy Spirit helpeth us in this weaknesses with groanings, which cannot be uttered in articulate speech. That's what it's talking about. It's more than tongues. It's, it's more than just being filled with the Holy Spirit, yet that is part of it. It is being so in tune with God that you want what he wants and you're willing to give the sacrifice to give him what he wants. What do I mean by that? You're willing to, when the Holy Spirit says to take time to pray, you pray. When the Holy Spirit says that, that I'm, I am grieved, I need you to cry, that you're willing to do that. You're willing. You're willing to travail because you're one with God. You're giving the God of heaven access to this earth and you're not so busy. Amen that you refuse to give the Lord access to this earth. The Holy Spirit is in you. Amen. The Bible says he is yearning within you. Amen. He's talking about the things of the Spirit. He's talking about the will of God. He's yearning. Amen. The Bible says lusteth to envy. That's what, it, that's what he's talking about. That he is so desiring against worldly desires. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit is in there. He is so desiring against worldly desires because the Holy Spirit is God also. That God wants something from you. Amen. That he does not want you to be a social, just a social Christian. Amen. He wants to have access. He wants to have access to you. Amen. So, the kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Amen. That's talking about the bread of life. Jesus is the bread of life. So, yes, God, he sustains us. That's sustenance. Yes. But when he's talking about the daily bread, this day, he says, this day, I want to give you the bread of life. Amen. This day. Amen. So Jesus is the bread of life. Amen. He's the word also. The word is called the bread of life. Amen. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So he says this day. And so he does not want to go a day without meeting with you to give you the life that you need uh, for that day. Amen. So give us this day our daily bread. Hallelujah. Verse um, 12, it says, and forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. Amen. So those who owe us, we forgive. I think Luke uses the word forgive us of our sins. Amen. As we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation. God does not tempt with evil. 
but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. He says, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you or your trespasses. So there are things which can block the flow of God from heaven to earth. There are things such as unforgiveness, you know, the failure to walk in love, which can stop, amen, the power of God from flowing into situations, amen, especially like your life. The Bible says it produces a root of bitterness, amen, and so the source of a lot of cancers and, and things of that nature is a root of bitterness. I'm not saying all because my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The devil will try to destroy whomever he can. But the, the, that root of bitterness, unforgiveness, talking against um, God's ministers, all those things can stop the power of God and, and loose the, 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 the wickedness of, of Satan. And so even in all that, God wants to deal with that. We preach, amen, to set the captives free. We preach a word, amen, and then we release, we release the power of God to set the captives free, amen. So heaven receives prayers. That's one way that we have access to God and give God access to this earth, amen. So, God, heaven receives prayers, our cries. He says, your cries have come up unto me. That the Lord receives praise. He receives worship. He receives fastings. Amen. He receives tears in association with the, the, the will of God. In other words, not j just emotional tears. Amen. But the Bible talks about that the, we, we can... Um, they that go out carrying precious seeds with tears shall no doubt return rejoicing, bringing their sheaves with them. Re that the, the tears may last the night, but there is joy in the morning. And so that the type of crying, amen, that is connected with the will of God, the Bible says that he even, he, he even collects our tears in a bottle. So all these things are how we have access to God and tune in to God and to be one, to be one with the Lord. In 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, chapter 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Verses 1 and 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Verses 1 and 2. It has actually been reported that there is sexual immorality among you and such sexual immorality as is not even named among the Gentiles that a man has his father's wife and you are puffed up and have not rather mourned that he who has done this deed might be taken from among you. And so there are responses that the Lord expects of churches and pastors and leaders, Holy Ghost, 
There are responses, amen, that come from the Lord. He says that this person is engaged in sexual immorality. You allowed it and you did not mourn. In other words, you should have mourned that the person be taken from you. Paul goes on to say that you kick him out, amen. You get rid of him because a little leaven leaveneth the lump, amen. Leaveneth the lump. So the yeast or the starter causes the bread to be puffed up instead of sincere bread, flat bread, amen, that which is representing the Lord's body, amen. So the church does not look like the Lord's body, amen, because of pride, amen. And we're puffed up. It's saying that you are in pride. God resists the proud. You, you didn't kick him out. Amen. You did not pray. You did not cry about this situation. So this was a situation where the Lord says you should have mourned. And it's more than just crying. It's from the inside. It's being in tune with God that the church is supposed to be clean. The church is supposed to be sanctified. You have it in your power. Amen. With God backing you up, being connected to, being connected to the heart of God. So there are some, some things, amen, if you want to be one heart with the Lord, there are some things that you should have mourned about, amen. There's some things that you should have been ashamed about, amen. That Did you, did you know, and I'm not going to teach a long time, but did you know that there are things that people are supposed to be ashamed. You're not supposed to be able to blatantly sin, especially not a child of God, and especially not going to a church. Amen. The Bible says the things that we used to do, now we are ashamed. Amen. That The things that we did in darkness, now we are ashamed. Amen. And so there's supposed to be a response that even if a person is in sin, he's not supposed to be covered by the church. I say it again. If a person is in sin, he is not supposed to be covered in that sin. Amen. By, by the church, he is supposed to repent. That is the response. He is supposed to repent of that sin. The Lord is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So there is a shortage of power in the church because people do not esteem the things of God. They esteem the things of man. Amen. The Bible says that the things which men highly esteem is abomination unto the Lord. Pastors, ministers, leaders are not willing to do what God has told them to do. In Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 7. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 7. This is the Apostle Paul. He says, Of which I became a minister according to the grace, according to the gift of the grace of God given to me, by the effective working of his power. Amen. So the Bible says God's power is effective. The King James says effectual, by the effectual working of his power to us who believe. 
So God's power is effective. It means it gets the job done. It would be a shame for the job not to get done. And so there are reasons that the job does not get done. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me. Preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to set at liberty those that are bruised, to open prison doors, to set the captive free, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me. Amen. And so you can trace, amen, that when it seems like it did not work, it's not because of God, and it is not because that he does not have power. There must be a concert between God of heaven and this earth for God's will to be done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it, as it is in heaven. 2 Timothy chapter 2. And 2 Timothy chapter 2. Verses 20 and 21. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good work. And so the Bible says that you have to cleanse yourself, purge yourself, from those things that dishonor the Lord and dishonor his kingdom. You know, just like Paul said about the man that was in fornication, purge yourself from the things that dishonor. Amen. Even in your own life, amen, that everything in the kingdom of God is based, is based on the honor, the honor of Jesus. You have to honor the Lord Jesus and rid yourself and your circumstances from all the things that dishonor for you to be a vessel of honor, a vessel that God can use for every, for every good work, not just a, a, a medial a, 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 a vessel, amen, that he can only use for one or two things or that he can't even use at all because of all that which dishonors, which is of dishonor in your life, he can't use you. In Isaiah chapter 58 Isaiah chapter 58 I said fasting was one of the ways that we can touch base with God if our fasting is not before men if we're not fasting we're telling people that we're fasting, disfiguring our faces, that Jesus says, don't, don't do that in front of men. Um, let's start with verse 3. It says, why, why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen? I already said that the power of God is effectual, the effectual working of his power. They said, why have we fasted and you have not seen? Why have we afflicted our souls and you take no notice? In fact, in the day 
of your fast, you find pleasures. That's, that's what I was talking about. You're not in tune with, with the Lord. Amen. In the day of your fast, you find pleasures and exploit all your labors. Indeed, you fast for strife and debate and to strike with the fist of wickedness. You will not fast as you do this day to make your voice heard on high. Is, is it a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Would you call this a fast and an acceptable day of the Lord? That's the year of Jubilee. That is the day of God's favor. That's when your prayers are answered. That's when you are released. That's when you are delivered. That's when you are set free. And so he says the way that they are doing the fast is not the acceptable day of the Lord. Is this not the fast that I've chosen to loose the bonds of the wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free, then that you may break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? Again, you, you are in tune with God's heart. And that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out. When you see the naked, that you cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh. So this is the most interesting thing. As he describes the fast, he is describing actions more than a lack of food. Now, the Bible says we discipline our flesh. We discipline our body. Amen. That we, we bring our bodies under. Amen. We buffet our body. I'm, I'm not saying that that is not included in the fast, but I just, I just want you to think about it. When the Lord corrects about the fast, he is talking about actions which are connected to his heart that you may not even know if you are not fasting, so, so to speak. You're, you're not in tune with his heart. You are um, exacting pleasures. Amen. Praise be to God. Then, verse 8, your light shall break forth like the morning, your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard, and you shall call and the Lord will answer, and you shall cry and he will say, here I am. So we want the, the, the word, amen, to produce results. We want to see the effectual working of his power. Amen. So this is how you do it. He says, and if, if your heart be right, he'll call on him. He'll answer you. Amen. That if, if you take away the yoke, if you take away the burdens, then your light illumination will, will spring forth. Amen. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and the speaking of wickedness. Verse 10, if you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in the darkness and your darkness shall be as the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a water garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Those from among you shall build the old waste places. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations, and you shall, call, you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer 
of streets to dwell in. That is the fast that the Lord desires. Amen. It is, it is more about actions. It is more about being in tune with the Lord's heart, receiving that light, receiving that revelation. Amen. That revelation knowledge. Amen. But if you are full of pleasure for yourself, a lot of people, I know you, you may be offended by that word, but let me show you in the word. In the book of James, hallelujah. The book of James essentially says the same thing. The book of James chapter 4. Verses 1 through 5. It says, Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet. That word murder also means envy. You murder, you envy, you covet and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask. This is somebody praying. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Amen. You adulterers and adulteresses. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? So that describes friendship with the world. Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you not think the scripture says in vain, the spirit that dwells in us yearns jealously. Amen. So there's a connection with you seeking after your own pleasures, causing you to be amiss, to ask amiss, and not to be in tune with the, the heart of the Lord. Amen. And so God is, is marshalling his troops. Amen. But you must have knowledge. You must have understanding. Amen. What the Lord desires. Amen. There are people that are ashamed, amen. When God filled me and my wife with the Holy Spirit, amen, many times we would just weep before the Lord, even in the congregation, the assembly of the, of the upright, amen, during prayer. And, and, and other times the Lord would just, that we would fall in a heap on the floor and just travail, travail, travail unto the Lord until that thing broke. Amen. It was the Lord's working. How could we be ashamed? Amen. Even much we may not have known how to explain, but it was the working of the Lord until he was satisfied. Ha ha ha. And here we are, caught up a church without power because we are ashamed. Amen. To open up our hearts to the Lord Holy Ghost to allow the Lord to move in this earth realm. Hallelujah. Oh, how he yearns to move. Oh, how he yearns to do signs, wonders, and miracles to unleash the power of God. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So what you'll be seeing released is righteousness, making things right, divine order, peace, bringing back into peace with God and a state of tranquility and peace no matter what the world is trying to do. And you will also see a release of joy, kita, that will show 
that Jesus' throne is in this earth, that Jesus is moving in this earth. Hallelujah. That glory has been given unto the Lord, a place, a space for the Lord's throne, amen, to reign in any circumstance or situation, amen. You have to mourn, hallelujah, sometimes. You have to cry sometimes, not fake emotions, but out of being one with the Lord, hallelujah. Father, teach us, hallelujah, to be yoked to you, hallelujah, hallelujah, to do the work of God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus has come unto me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke, that's the Holy Spirit upon you, and learn of me. That's what we're doing now, the Lord is teaching you. For I'm meek and lowly in spirit. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's a, it's a small price to pay. Amen. And yet it is of great worth. It's a small price to pay to, to separate yourself from the world, the spirit of the world, the cares of this life, to lock in with the Lord. When you pray, go into your closet and pray in the secret place. He that dwelleth in the secret place shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Hallelujah. Small price to pay, amen, to wait upon the Lord, amen. They that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. He shall make them to mount up with wings as eagles, to run and not be weary, to walk and not faint. These are the payments Amen. This is counting the cost. Amen. This is the exchange of hearts. Amen. This is putting the, the material world under your feet. Amen. Putting money like it is in heaven. Putting the gold under, under your feet. Amen. This is being willing to offend the devil, to offend mammon, to offend the world in order to honor Jesus. Father, we thank you for that word. Hallelujah. In Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.